Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, uh, Dave. Yes, hi, Yellow. Look, look where we are. Look where we are. Yes. We're back to where it all began. Back where we started. In a fantastic, like, how could 2024 start in a cooler yeah. way? Yes. Look who is with us. We are here in with person. The delightful... Uh, some would say sexy, uh, some Jeremy Corbell. The Jeremy Corbell. And yeah. just, I need to do this for out of, in honor of, first of all, how you doing, man? It's great to see you. <laughs> oh, good. I'm going to introduce you hardcore. Um, yeah. Jeremy Oh, and Corbell. by the way, welcome, welcome to Really. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> is Really. But we're just getting going. Like, there's too many questions here. Too much to talk about. Spread the word about that yeah. sexy thing, by the way. I never yeah, oh, heard yeah. that one. So no, I thought you, well, you've yeah. been spreading it. Well, I have been, but nobody else picking it. it up. You're the one I was quoting. I'm really glad. Yeah. Spread yeah. that shit. Yeah. The sexy Jeremy Corbell is an American contemporary artist, investigative filmmaker, and journalist. His movies, available widely, include Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers, Patient 17, and Hunt for the Skinwalker. He's known for his documentary work, exploring real-world mysteries in the fields of UFOs, advanced technology, and the dark space where science confronts the abnormal. His podcast, Weaponized, with legendary journalist and UFO investigator George Knapp, is regularly breaking news and punching holes in the firewall toward transparency. And just when... Uh, I thought for a minute 2024 was like off to like a slow UAP start. Jeremy comes out swinging with his new series, UFO Revolution, a three-part event series streaming on Tubi, has created all kinds of buzz with newly released military footage of never-before-seen UAPs. Dude, thank you for being here, starting the year right for yeah. us. Um, let's talk jellyfish. Let's talk what, what just, Jump what just right transpired here. Yeah. I mean, let's... Jump, jump right in. Okay, well, first because it's all over the place now. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. When you get military film footage for the first time of an incursion in a in a conflict zone, this is the first time the American public get to see this global public. It has power. Uh, now it's a UAP. It's an unknown, and the harrowing experience of getting this out. And and we'll talk about how long I've had it. And, what, and mm -hmm. I can talk more freely now. But yeah, it's exploded across the world, and it should, because this is the kind of stuff 
that should be put out through transparency by our government, but instead it's being leaked to journalists. But before we get into all that, I want to first tease you about how you tie your shoes. You're as bad as me. What happened? I don't mm-hmm. know. You got a, you got a lace on? that's going down. I and got, I, look I at mine. That long guy. Look at yeah. mine, man. I'm yeah. all asymmetric. But you got kind of yeah. a cool yeah. boot. You got things tucked in here, but these are my kind of go-tos. They're those are great shoes. I'm just, I'm asymmetric. Yeah. You're asymmetric. You, you, get your, you, well, you get yours all loose like so, like you do when you're a kid and, you're, and your mom's tired of doing them up. So I Well, so I can tie my shoes on like your buddy here, but the thing is, is Tom, is that I can jump out of them real quick and relax because Damn, but check it yeah. out, Dave. The other thing, really important before we start talking about UFOs, I really want to to mourn uh, something. Can I say it out loud? <laughs> sure. Dave, yeah, dude, this, yeah, the, you yeah, got this, murdered, bro. Yeah. You're you dead. You can say that. This will come out after, after every, everyone should have seen it by the time yeah. they should have yeah. seen it. And you should be spoiled by now. If you know, yeah. I guess I'm part of that. Dave's in a, a, a TV show called Fargo. Mm-hmm. It was before knowing Dave. One of my favorite TV shows on television. It's thoughtful. It's eerie. It's all this stuff. Yeah. It's a bonus to see him killed in yes. that show. Yeah. Yes. Some of the best. <laughs> some excited. of the best writing on television. Yeah. That I'm show. getting. I have people yeah. coming up to me, like, like I'm your manager or your mom or something, and they just get. They're yeah. going like, Dave is so good in Fargo. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? 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 why are you like, you're yeah, like, you're like, like, I haven't seen it. What are you talking about? <laughs> really? I'm like, all right. I don't watch that shit. No, he. Uh, you are doing uh, outstanding work. It was really, as usual. Really yeah. cool. You're to see you, it's been that. yeah, it's been really nice. I certainly was really fun to get the job, fun to do it, fun to shoot it. Not so fun to be in minus thirty four degree weather in Calgary. Uh, uh, there wasn't CGI. That was real cold. Yeah, real cold. Uh, yeah, but to Toronto that. Toronto winter isn't the same as Calgary winter. So g- give me some dirt because we did break some news on Weaponized before your show came out that Dave had an eye patch in. Yes. It. <laughs> so I'm just curious uh, the whole experience you had with all these other actors you worked with. I mean, you getting you know, seen in that way, it's it's not a comedic role in the same way as other things. No. What is that like, dude? Well, I got to say, the response is very similar. Like, as as an old guy, uh, <laughs> I get this, res- you know, I, I, I'm i used to getting this response. You look great, which mm-hmm. means you don't look as shitty as I expected. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I'm sort of getting the same response for my acting on Fargo. You were great. Like, you know, like, we which means otherwise. you weren't shitty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, you know, it's a heightened reaction. Because of lowered expectation, I guess. No, it's uh, earned, well, as baby. long as people say, you know, you look good, you know, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're looking sharp. I like when I hear that. Apparently, I'm Dilfy, um, mm. or as uh, or as Zaddy. I think was the other term I heard. <laughs> what uh, the hell's that? That's a hot daddy. Okay. See, Dave yeah. must like hang yeah. out on TikTok. He knows yeah. all Dude, these new I, trendy oh, words. Man. He teaches me shit about the iPhone all the time. He had some camera that tracked him when he was sitting on a couch and then got up. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. You're, you're ahead That's of your time. That's out of date now. Yeah, That's the portal, you're, yeah. You're yeah. ahead of your time, but unfortunately, you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah well, well, I'm not. Oh. The good, oh. The good, the good Danish Graves Esquire. Is dead. Oh, thank God! Yeah, yeah I thought I was here with the ghost oh, no, that, of Dave Foley. I gotta explain to you how film, how TV works. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, good. do it <laughs> in fiction. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Because um, you're a documentarian, you so you think everything's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that writing on that show is badass. Oh, it's it bad. Is. I mean, really, I, I always, really I think Noah Hawley is up there with like uh, Patty Chavsky and you yeah. know, and Rod Serling and the you know, mm. amongst TV writers. That is great. Mentioning you know, Rod so. Serling, just want to again say this one more time. Best UFO documentary of all time was fully funded by the CIA. Yes. I think it was back in the 60s. They got Rod Serling from the Twilight Zone to narrate it. It's called UFOs Past, Present, and Future. 
and anybody can go look it up. There's two versions. One's a little longer. It has actual footage from Holloman Air Force Base when a UFO did affirmed come down to base. They were going to give the the person as a soft disclosure kind of thing the full footage, um, and what ended up happening, like, you know, catch and release, the UFO thing, you never got the money shot. We'll talk about that today, too. Yeah, they pulled it and, back at the last second, right? Right, but it had been seen, but it was of these beings, allegedly, when they landed the craft, coming out looking like Egyptian garb. If that footage exists, which I'm told it is from within the government, if it exists, that is that is that is the money shot. That is the oh, end of the conversation. Grail. That is the holy grail. So you get to see a couple of seconds of just like an illuminous a luminous object dropping down in that movie. UFOs, past, present, future, narrated by Rod Serling. Closest thing with CIA was trying to see what disclosure might look like and how people would react. And it is a great movie with yeah. great cases. And that, and then we'll, we're going to quickly pivot back to Jellyfish, but that... In that documentary, you're saying that little sort of bit, does yep. that continue? There's, that footage continues? It does. Conti- like, yeah. like all the things we're going to wow, talk about, it's so cool. annoying. And don't, uh, don't shoot the messenger. But, but I've, yeah. I've heard that uh, the aliens in that clip, if you see it, it's actually two seagulls in a balloon. You know, or well, yeah. it's poop yeah. on a lens be. from seagulls. That's yeah. where we are today. Yes. Yeah. Seagulls Which are <laughs> freaky, by the way. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, put it past them. Seagulls are disinformation agents. Oh, my yeah. Lord, we can't move one step forward without idiots saying stupid, disingenuous things. Yeah. It. L- let me get my words out. Yes. Yeah. Um, disingenuous brokers of information. That's mm-hmm. what you are seeing. And you know what? It, what's so great is I only know this because, like, Dave or my mom texts me shit. I don't read none of that. I'm too busy running forward, doing actual work than to look back at the bullshit on social media. But, hey, the truth will always be revealed. Mm-hmm. And so, I, look, I, I'm also not saying I know what any of the objects. I wasn't there either, but I, I can fill in a lot of voids. Yeah. UAP just means UFO, which means unidentified. However, unique circumstances and characteristics makes this important to our military and to you and me. It should. So, with mm-hmm. that said, right, well, maybe you know, just debunkers go- beware. Yeah, yeah, maybe just okay. in case anyone watching this hasn't seen this yet. Okay. Should we run the clip? Okay, sounds good. This is my buddy Como, but this is uh, yeah. the clip's probably in there. And people want to slice up the jellyfish. I would have called it a compass rose, but you can call it whatever you want. A hundred different ways. Why it's not true? It's a smudge. It's a balloon. Here's why I don't care um, about these various theories. Because somebody knows, Jeremy, that's why. And it is their business and responsibility to tell people whatever it is or that they don't know, we shouldn't have to guess. And this keeps happening again and again. That's the relevancy to me. I don't care what it is on the screen. I want someone to tell me who's in the business of knowing. Let me break something down for you because people don't understand. So when when people and sources approach me and I obtain and release military film footage, sometimes verified by the Pentagon, that doesn't go unnoticed. There are investigations. My number one job is to protect sources, even if they don't protect themselves. But what you're seeing are people that are frustrated with the secrecy. They know elements of the truth and they don't believe it should be held back. So being responsible, caring about national security, I can release things like the date, but not the time an image was set, because that can perfectly identify something. So with all of my imagery, whether I get it perfect or not, what I'm doing is I'm giving as much information as I can. I'm protecting sources, trying to move that ball forward and getting a bipartisan look at this so we can all be on the same page 
This is imminent right now. This topic, what's happening, this is imminent. Whether you believe in UFOs or not, it's no longer a matter of belief. It's either true or not true. And this information is coming out. We need to treat whistleblowers better. We need to protect people that come forward. And as a journalist, I am doing my best to bring information, credible information forward, and allowing the public to decipher what's going on, but also having more witnesses come forward who are at these events, which is already happening. So like, just can we just, Sure. This is the freakiest looking. This is the freakiest looking thing. It is, and I can show it to you. Basically, this. this have you seen the whole video before? I have watched uh, thirty seconds, forty-five. Okay, seconds, so I I've got a, about two minutes of it. It, it tra traverses, uh, you know, through a secret base within a base. As it does this, there's the whole story of why it was filmed, what was going on. It's a whole thing, but just the look of it. Yeah, it's the weirdest fucking shit yeah. you've ever seen. Now, understand the reason why this was initially targeted, or they tried to target it. it the, the, the machinery couldn't target it. They told us, me and George Knapp, they've never had it before. We know for sure they did a full service of the equipment, found no problems afterwards. The big fear they had was they couldn't lock it. They can lock an Al-Qaeda tire at 23 miles away in motion and designate a strike on it. Operators could not target it, so they had to optically slew. Now, where have mm -hmm. we heard that before? Yeah, with the with the Tic Tac. And Commander and, and Underwood. And Underwood, yes, I'm who, sorry, Underwood, who, yes. Who was filming who and targeting. So their job on these systems, their, their weapons targeting platforms. And that's why that that's why the crosshairs there Correct. can't get are not centered on the yeah you heard you heard in that um in the go fast <clears throat> oh got it and that was like an auto lock yeah the thing is is that these operators on this day and on balloons or on trash you know you'd be able to lock something yeah they, so their system failed them and that was the biggest high alert immediately like because if this was some sort of drone with uh the spaghetti monster they called it with like a bomb on it and yeah. you can't target it except optically you've, you've got a problem now, I'm not showing here the HUD display, which is like it shows every detail, but that's highly classified, and I know better than that. So it doesn't matter what whatever the HUD display says, but it was it was jammed. So they don't know if it was optical. What does HUD stand for? Uh, the heads a up heads-up display. display. Oh. And, and basically that kind of thing, there's black on top and bottom of the video. Either a source did that or I did that. I'll just put it that way. It's to yeah. protect everybody Come national on. security but you know look the the point is it couldn't target it and it was the machines were checked later it's never happened in the history of these guys who by the way i've seen their briefing slides when they're studying to do this they are shown bags trash mm -hmm. and they're like check this out this is what it looks like this is how to identify flying debris hey here's some balloons looks pretty weird from far out zoom in check it out you can see their balloons so they are trained to be able to discriminate right. If something is a balloon, if something is trash, if something's a smudge on the lens. So just so you know, these are not people that just jumped on a technology right away. They, they have to have NDAs and be to be at all on these missions at the space, but you're at a base within a base. Now, something profound happened that night. Before we get into it, your comment was, it looks weird. And let me just tell you personally, my problem is I was like, 
dude, this doesn't look like a UFO to me. I thought UFOs were like tic tacs and spheres and all this. It's fucking freaky looking. But I had heard Mm -hmm. about this morphology before in a very unique situation where I know for a fact there is footage of. The thing is I could never have that footage or release it because it's from within Pantex, which Pantex is in Texas and it's a nuclear armament and disarmament facility. Mm. And this footage is of an, a jellyfish morphology type object moving between nuclear silos with intentional propulsion and speed coming up to 45 degrees shooting off instantaneously, instantaneous movement. If Pantex wants to release that through Arrow or give it to Arrow, I can tell the Senate Intelligence Committee exactly where to find that footage and who to speak with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do that if they want to provide. And um, you've seen, have you seen that footage? So is, here's the deal. I'm going to just say that I know for sure that footage exists. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, it is in the hands of individuals where the Senate Intelligence Committee, if they're interested, or the Inspector General, that they can obtain that footage and that mm-hmm. it is extraordinary. Yeah. And I am more than willing to let them know as long as there's no repercussions against witnesses and this sort of thing. So it was so weird, dude. I had only kind of thought about that morphology before that I, I said, let me take this serious. Let me actually look because it looks like fucking bird shit to me, right? And going back in history, I was reading a John Keel book. It was called Operation Trojan Horse. And it talked about translucent jellyfish. It was one of the first morphologies he talked about all the way back in the day. The jellyfish UFO style, that morphology, has been with the UFO syndrome for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I said, okay, let me look a little deeper. And then, you know, clearly it's a three-dimensional object that's rotating. And I'm glad Online Sleuths figured that out in two seconds and shut down idiot debunkers who have no idea what they're talking about. Um, I love that. And then we can show a clip of that, how you can see it's three-dimensionally rotating. Well, look, it's, yeah. it's birds, it's planes, it's Superman. Actually, it's bird shit. That's what you're going to get with people who just want to do that. It's not bird poop, man. No, that's so, so this is like showing you it's not bird shit. Watch this thing rotate. All right, so let's, before, oh, we'll, we'll go back. But. You see? It's rotating, right? It's not like a bird poop. And so, so look, this is a stupid video. It's low res, but like, this is just the ultimate proof that it's a three-dimensional object and yeah. not bird poop. And and is it more than one? Did more than one camera capture it? Yeah. So I have to be real careful with that. But there are two operators. I can talk about. It. There are two operators. Um, the difference of the color of crosshairs is, and I don't want to misspeak, but I believe that there's two feeds at all time. The di- it's a it's a user preference to have the color of the crosshair. Um, I suspect because of the user preference. And they can have, the MX-20s can have um, two of them on the aerostat Mm -hmm. with seven sensors. The the obvious thing that people want to do is immediately come up with these cockamamie from the hip, you know, say it once and everybody believes it. This is not birds anymore. It's not balloons. It's bird shit. And, and, you know, of course, I spent, Dave, you saw this footage from me. I I was going to say, I saw this, like, more than two years ago. During COVID. You showed it to me. Yeah, we were, yeah, because we were... uh, Masked up around your wife and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the yeti. you know, and um, yeah, you showed this to me and at and I saw the oh, I think the you showed whole me thing, quite a lot of both stuff, both of them, yeah, and, and other it, stuff, and it freaked me out then, and yeah. I and I think fairly regularly since then I've been asking when's jellyfish coming out, right? And I had to protect how we got it out. Yeah. How were yeah. you like? Just what's that process like? Two years of yeah. three and a half years to, for this, three and a half years, three and a half, three, trying to trying to 
confirm it's real or right. or trying to find avenues of to disclose it that won't jeopardize your contacts. Right. Okay. So I need to first make sure I am the subject of a lot of disinformation. People want to use my mouth, right? So part of this is figuring out it's real. And I, I don't go through sources the sources give me. I got my own process and then I pass it to George and say, do your thing so we don't cross-pollinate ideas, right? right. So that whole process is it's interesting for me to describe, and I'd love to talk with you about it, but let's just look at this one thing sure. real quick. Because, you know, mm -hmm. the initial reaction, and this yes. should be very telling, it smokes people out. What It's bird shit. Okay, cool. It's not birds anymore. It's, it's not seagulls. Yeah. It's bird shit. Okay. Yeah. So I was I knew this, and I was just waiting for yeah. people to see this. Somebody online said, okay, let's see if it actually rotates. If it's bird shit on a lens, it's not going to rotate. Somebody put this clip together. You can see the object, whatever it is, designated UAP, is actually rotating, and you see that yeah. on a on an axis. So that's just a cool example of you knowing that, um, hey, the initial people that come out and get real loud, they're not even looking at it. No, that's yeah, it's the immediate. Just what's my what's my immediate excuse to not pay attention? Yeah, and it's you know whether it's. It's simply their desire to not be freaked out by something uh, or just, you know, or just an over, an overwhelming just cynicism or. Or for, maybe for, just try to be dishonest brokers of information yes. for an agenda. Yes, that's maybe the other that. part of it. Yes. Yeah, I think there's there, it's the cheapest way the to try to just yeah. blur the picture by. I mean, it, it takes yeah. nothing. It takes nothing to just send out. Skepticism and and, well, and, and, have, I, and I think and of course there's going to be trolls yeah, out there that just skepticism, are under fake IDs. Yeah, skepticism commenting is, on things. Yeah, skepticism is great. It's important. It's yeah. important. Yes. And, and and you know me personally, I am yeah. way more skeptical than the world knows in private. When we yes. talk about people send me shit, I'm like it's bullshit. They're fake cake alien mummies. Like that nothing happened in Miami. You yeah. know I'm super skeptical, but people don't know me. You know me, right? Yeah. So that so. It's skepticism is important, especially with a topic so charged like this. But debunking is different than skepticism. You you omit information, you have a predetermined agenda, and you try to make it fit like a square block in a round hole, sometimes, often. Um, but really, I want to know what it is, too, because we're either revealing a real problem with our military apparatus where, like, prosaic can't be identified, can't be targeted, can't be shot down, or we're revealing... The, the bigger issue, which is that somebody's flying shit that, that we don't know about mm -hmm. and we didn't make. Yes. And it's also I think there's also the other option. There are people that are just have a dogmatic refusal to acknowledge something that conflicts with their 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 sense of reality. Right. You know, that definitely happens with people of faith. You know, if you know, you know, if you confront if you question their faith, sometimes you just hit this brick wall where they just dogmatically cannot accept the evidence you're giving them. Right. You know, this has more this has more detail and texture than Tic Tac or Gimbal. This is yes. more disturbing. It's more yeah. it well, is let's, vivid let's, in a way. Let's look at the longer clip. Yeah. yeah. Do we have that? And as you play the longer clip, Jack. let me throw a few things down for you. Why this was impressive to me. Um, this is the even though it's filmed that, uh, yeah. in a skiff. And, and again, it, you can see how the bird shit keeps sliding around the lens. <laughs> And it's going up and down. And it's going out of the frame. Oh sometimes it's God. off the lens. Sometimes it doing? it's on What's it. What's it doing there? So, okay, let, let's talk about it. But <clears throat> let me just throw something yes, down for you. Yes. Like, So I, like you, probably I was like, okay, prosaic. Let's look. Bird shit, sure. Like, let me look into that. Okay, easy to figure out it's not. 
Then you're like, okay, it's a bunch of balloons, a bunch of party balloons. I got a bunch of reasons to explain to you why they didn't come to that conclusion. And there's a reason why. But my aunt, like my shock, you know, of it, it just didn't fit with what I expected. You know, it's like when Dave and I actually had our, our sighting, th- mm. this thing wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't a triangle. It wasn't right. a, a Lazar saucer. But I had to really remove my own self-opinion from it and say, okay, well, this has been seen in history. And damn, if, if the Pantex thing doesn't look almost identical. So I was like, okay, I need to really think about this. You know, what are we looking at? But I went through the same thing you are. This is so creepy and bizarre in that I couldn't classify it in like a normal thing. Come to find out, this has been along with the UFO thing the whole time, mm-hmm. th- this jellyfish style. But like I went through with, a, with people that I could at the time without getting anybody in trouble, like, you know, a bunch of stuff. Now, what you're seeing, obviously, this is filmed o- of a screen. Yes. So That's the raw the... footage... Yeah. Yeah, it's playing on the screen, right? Yeah, so you're seeing a little of the perspective shift. So clearly yeah. people filmed it and smuggled this shit out of a classified facility. Yeah. And, and off of a classified server and off of a classified laptop. And, like, I get that part, right? So let me just tell you this, though. The Even on their machines, it's going to be way higher fidelity. But this alone is the highest fidelity the clearest thermal imagery of a designated UAP that that I have seen publicly yet, right? Because I've made a lot of it public. This is very clear footage. I know it's a little blurry. It's filmed on a screen. But God damn, this, this is unique. Is, this is, but this again, is really, totally. It's, it's a, two minutes long, yeah, this it's one crazy. clip. And yeah. again, for, for anyone who, you know, I... You know, we, we make our living in show business. Mm-hmm. We spend all of our time looking at things shot on cameras. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, if it was something on the lens, it wouldn't change size in the frame. It wouldn't move around the frame. It wouldn't, you know, like, there's no way that's something on the lens. Bro, we are so yeah, past it's that. it's ridiculous. I think your audience deserves better. Yeah. We're, we're stuck on the initial things in yeah. the bunkers. Like, and I re- so that's an object. Yeah, it's a it's an object okay, that's being, that's being, and now, now, now was the object visible uh, to the human eye? No. And so no. The, so it was night. Yes. To be fair, it was night, but there's another level of this. Yeah. And I, I think I can now openly talk about this, which is because um, once I release something, you get a lot of people coming to you and other people can start talking. Here's what actually fucking happened. So there is, I believe it's called the CIC Command Information Center, or C, I think it's CIC Command Information Center. So as this thing is being filmed from an aerostat made by Lockheed Martin, mm-hmm. it is a, a tethered balloon kind of, yeah. and it's got a very stable, I mean, it moves in the wind, but a very stable locking system. It's a, it's a weapons targeting system by Lockheed Martin called an aerostat. It's actually called the Persistent Threat Detection Platform or something like that. I, I don't remember the acronym. So like jets or missiles or somewhere, but you this can look is, it up. This is, yeah. a, this is a kind of remote targeting yeah. way to say, here it is, we got so, it, you shoot Yeah, that. or if okay. a drone is invading this. This is the whole. Because this is a restricted right. airspace. It's it's beyond just a restricted airspace. Check this out. So, so it is a dirigible that has a, about seven sensors on it, meaning, you know, you got thermal, different types of optics. It has at least one MX-20 camera, which is a thermal camera, if not two, because there's, there's usually two operators on this platform with two different feeds. 
and there's user preference, like the yellow and the green on the two videos you'll see, mm -hmm. that's user preference typically, right? Yeah. So this thing is there because they want to make sure on almost a weekly basis, you got people putting DJI drones into the two legs off the DJI drone. They'll put a, you know, bomb, you know, right in between that and they'll fly it in. But you can see a DJI drone on thermal like this, so clear. I mean, you see the, the rotor wash, you see the heat signature. I mean, it's like so obvious and clear. So this object, this aerostat, the, pers the persistent threat detection system from Lockheed Martin, it's sitting up there with the MX-20 camera on one. That's what this is filmed on. And then I think there was probably another MX-20 camera. And then other sensors, there's seven. And this thing is there to protect the base from people bringing things in and blowing shit up. The thing is it can also see about like, I don't know, 30 kilometers. So maybe like, let's say 23 miles for sure I know. It can lock in a Kaida tire that's spinning a license plate, and it can target, and it can say, great, laser rangefinders, bang, shoot that shit down. So that's the purpose of this type of platform. So we've mm -hmm. never seen footage from an aerostat from one of these persistent threat detection you know, uh, systems. That's why it's so clear, even though it's yeah. a video of a video. Imagine the yeah, real yeah. video, the yeah. raw original video, you can see the texture of the actual object, which was described to me as like, um, they said like dragon armor, where it's got little scales, mm -hmm. like like uh, scales. And so, so it's not, <laughs> I know, so dude, so it's not like, you know, a yeah. balloon. No. And what about it, it, like the other stuff you pointed out before on this is that it's, it changes it. This is thermal camera imaging. Which I've always said I'm confused about. I'm trying, yeah, because yeah, it, it's going, it appears the object's going hot and cold. Yes, so it's changing its, its thermal, Signature. So I've been really careful with that because I, I don't know because I haven't been able to widely show this to the world mm. because I even showing it to people I trust that were from former agencies, whatever, I have to be careful of sources. That's my number one job. So to be fair, I haven't been able to show it to tons of people. I do know it shows heat differential. So you can see at certain points, like the ground will go dark or light a little bit differently with the object. So it could be that you're seeing a heat differential in the object. The object Depending itself on is the not... Background. Yeah, maybe the object itself is not heating and cooling. However, even if we say it is that, you can't um, omit the possibility the object is heating and cooling. And I will tell you this, people who are experts on this system said, sure, you get a little differential, but we're not changing that. We go white, hot, black, hot. They're like, we believe the object to be transitioning in, in heat signature itself, mm -hmm. but they, you know, I can't, there's no proof of it. This is an open investigation. The, the other thing... About that is that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. They were just, I mean, completely baffled by the fact that they couldn't target it. They are convinced that it was actively jamming, like yeah. Underwood said, Commander Underwood. Now, now again, I, I don't know. Because if they were locked on, the crosshairs would be, it would, it would have it locked it boxes in the center. Tar- yeah, yeah, boxes it targets. Yeah. So, so speaking with people that do this on a, on a daily basis, that are known, they, they, they know what balloons are, they know what trash is, they know what drones are, they know all UAVs. They're like, this has never happened before at this base yeah. or whatever. And in my history, they'll say, uh, of working on these systems, the Aerostat, the MX-20, this thing, it's never happened since. So the fact they can't box the target was of huge concern because there was some sort of impediment to getting a lock. When, when, when the next morning they can shoot a, a laser rangefinder and, and, and target a tire on a truck and blow it up. Yeah. Which I've seen videos of. It's crazy. Yeah. And this event happened in 2017. Yeah. I messed right? that up. So I, cause I had right? so many sources. Yeah. I said 2018. It was, I corrected it with George Knapp. Um, it was 2017. Yeah. We believe in October between the 17th to about the 20th or 23rd, somewhere in that window. Yeah. Was and this the only time it was seen? Yeah, this is the one and only time that, that this base, object yeah. came through, went and through the base. this base is in Iraq. It is. Right. And right by Lake Habania. Yeah. And in so a secure, secure, super It is secure. a base within a base. Okay. So I was worried about mm-hmm. the buildings and the trucks, and I, I had to go to a few people and said, hey, am I risking any national security? And they're like, no, dude, Google Maps got better than you. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to give, like, too much specific, We, you know, but... There is no threat to national security yet. Yeah. And the other thing is that – so seven years later, this incident is still listed as, as an unknown, right? Mm-hmm. So for seven years, the military has had this. The government has had this and they've been trying to figure it out for seven So when years. you say that, let's get real specific because it's something people don't know. So when you say the government has it, the military have it, I'd be really careful with that sentence because it the, it, it was immediately – confiscated mm-hmm. by an agency. I, I think I could say by an agency. Yes. It was immediately confiscated that night, the original footage on disc where it went into the water, all that stuff. Yeah. The only reason we're seeing footage, the miracle, is because it was piped in from the aerostat to, I think, the CIC, Command Information Center or whatever, if I'm fucking that up, sorry. And it was on a big screen. Yeah somebody or some buddies must have recorded it live before mm. I, I'm making an assumption because maybe this agency that, that picked it up, maybe they leaked it through the intelligence community, but people at base have it, have portions of it. So if they have portions of it that I would assume, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but that's gotta be what happened is somebody's filming the screen yeah. um, either with their iPhone or which they're not supposed to have yeah. Or um, capturing right to disc, because I'll tell you this, that night, and this is verified 100% by me and George Knapp, they came in, an agency under with two armed escorts, and for the first time in history in that base, they, uh, they took the CD of the original, and they said, 
No one's to talk about this. This never happened and they didn't sign out for it. And there's more, but I, I think that's as far as I can go. Didn't sign out for it. Next day. Now remember, you need to sign an mm-hmm. NDA just to be in a role, a position as an intelligence officer to be at this base, mm-hmm. to do this job. Every year they rotate or every six months, I don't know, they rotate. Everybody signs NDAs. The only time in the history of this base that I'm aware of, that anybody's aware of, I've talked with, every single person that was there that night that saw it or was in the potential to see it had to sign a separate NDA. You may not talk about it. Now, just for this one. Just for mm-hmm. this object. Now, if you got balloons coming in, which happened, things like yeah. that happen all the time. They're not going to. Th- that does not happen. So that, that made yeah. me pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it wouldn't take seven years for them to figure out balloons. Oh yeah, and it's like you know? the ghost story of the base because you know somebody got it on their computer and they showed around. They called yeah. the spaghetti monster, mm-hmm. and but here's they don't just show it around. Actually, what happens is people will have conversations. There, there's only one person at a time that has control of this classified laptop, and on this classified laptop, there is this ghost story, right? Yeah. Now you can't just see that. The, the, that's the person that's like in charge, the supervisor for like the night shift or day shift. It's somebody who has control of this computer. So a lot of people will be secondhand, we'll call them witnesses, where they're told about it and they're shown like a file. Don't yeah. tell anybody we showed this to you, but check it out. However, to have access to all that information on that drive, on that computer, at that base from 2017 all the way up to 2024, inside of that computer is a full detailed report of exactly what happened almost minute by minute with everybody's names except one weird thing I'll reveal later. It's crazy. But they got, they got everybody in there. They got everything that happened on that day, a full account of what happened. And they have three video files that I know of on that computer. However, just to be clear, it's not broken up. In reality, the person filming this or the persons because there's usually two operators and I believe there were that night, they are filming continuously. So there was about over 20 minutes of tracking it. Then when it went into the water, they were told hover over the area, keep optics. Mm -hmm. To everybody's disbelief, 17 minutes under the water. So now we're at like at least 27 minutes. The thing pops up. Then the thing as I'm, as is reported to me, multiple people who've seen the footage or been there or whatever, it slowly ascends from the water stiff without changing thermal signature as it did. It stopped on a dime and went into the water, by yeah. the way. 17 minutes. Still so, maintaining that same shape. Same yeah, same shape without like or the morphology spaghetti or morphology is the yeah. cool word. I love that word. Or And then it goes into the water without like crumpling up the tentacles or whatever you think it yeah. is. I don't know. And then it comes up. So the stopping on the dime is important. Then it goes down. 17 minutes. Then it comes up stiff without changing thermal signature. And then it rapidly accelerates off. It's not instantaneous moment uh, movement from what I understand. But it, it rapidly and so rapidly, people that have seen that part of the footage, the camera's like trying to get it optically and, hey, where's it going? And like that, it's gone within less than 60 seconds, probably a lot less. Yeah. Just so you know the truth of what is seen on that third piece of footage. Yes. 
which we don't have. Is there a chance we see any more of, of this guy? In any capacity? Well, the only thing that I can release that I have obtained is another piece of footage of that same object uh, that I, I believe to be over land. And it's uh, either before or after this one. I'm, it's hard when you work with sources. It's so long ago. Mm-hmm. Is that before or after? Mm-hmm. They're sure it's the same object. Yes. Is it before or after? I, I, I really resist answering because I'm not 100% clear on it. Will we see more? Here's how we would see more. I am publicly willing and have made this known where it needs to be known that George Knapp and I can come in. And we can provide this to maybe the new head of Arrow is a cool guy. Have they named it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's an interim. He's an interim. But I hear he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Like in that Mm -hmm. he knows there's a problem and he's not going to play the Sean Kirkpatrick bullshit of of lying to the American public. What's the name? Did I miss something? Uh, Yeah, I'm bad bad with names. It was was basically somebody who was under Kirkpatrick has taken over an interim. I don't know if he was under Kirkpatrick, but I, I do know that the new interim director of Arrow is said to be a, a straightforward person, not a political yeah. guy that's like Kirkpatrick, totally fucking lying to the American public. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I mean, lying to the American public. So this new guy, I got a lot of high hopes for. Separate from him, if I don't trust that organization because of the bureaucracy that they're involved with, right, with national security, I do have a way and, and context to bring this and, and, in, and information and people forward uh, I, I would say two people within the Senate Intelligence Committee, but also another group that would protect sources and witnesses, give them immunity. And if that's given to us and assured in writing with a team of lawyers, then we this and so much more, we will make sure to give them with those direct firsthand witnesses and they can go do an, an investigation. I'm totally willing to do that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm fighting to be able to. And this is, however, not like, this 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 is this is leaked. This is not the, people aren't yeah. necessarily happy. This is out. Who yeah. are yeah. the I mean, possessors of the original? Somebody standing to the left of the every single piece of this. footage that I have released from the, that, that is military filmed. Even if the Pentagon confirmed it, it's because I forced their hand. Right. It is obviously all leaked. It's usually video. Even if it doesn't look like that, the way I, the way I put it out, it's video sc- filmed within. Skiffs, and and that is you go to jail for that, and I, and I get that, and I will yeah. protect sources to the day I die, and I will protect them with every piece of my being, and I, I will never reveal a source, and I've been very clear with that to the DOD and everybody. I'm a journalist. Yeah, that that is my right, and and everybody would know if they push against that. But here's the deal: yes, it is leaked. The fear is if someone leaks this, would they leak something else? And I get that, and, yeah. and that's an important job. Mm-hmm. And I'm with the DOJ, and I'm with people that like protect us from having leaks to other countries. I am fucking with them, yeah. just to be clear. But what we're talking about now is all the footage I got is obviously filmed in a secured skiff, and it always how it makes its way to me and, and journals. I make sure I don't know. I can't directly yeah. say who it is, even if. 10 people, 20 people have described something to me. I'm like, cool, there's an email over there. I don't, you know, if something comes in that looks like that, I'll call you and ask about it. I never put people in the position where I ask them to do something, teach them to do something. I just, look, open open email. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. It's Jeremy Corbell at protonmail.com. I, I hate it because people will know that email, but if you got something serious, that's the one you go to, and that's how it happens. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm just get, before for people who are going to say, well, why are we still seeing you know blurry black and white footage? Well, for one thing, this isn't blurry. Right. No, it's very it's sharp. Some of the best black and white footage ever. <laughs> that that people should understand that it that it's this was at nighttime. It's shot on thermal cameras because mm-hmm. it wasn't showing because you couldn't see it visually. Yeah, and, and, and you uh, couldn't I'll see it on, that, yeah. on infrared either. So 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 that's why so, there's so no high definition full color well, also footage. Just, here's the primary reason. Yeah. It's it's filmed in a skiff of a screen. Yeah, so it's a little degradation. Yeah, a lot. The yeah. original footage, you can see the texture of the actual object. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say people couldn't see it, let's get really clear on that. This is not me saying it. This is not just witnesses saying it. There is a classified report that describes it. What happened was at least 10 Marines or, or people that were in tele- Marine intelligence or whatever were tasked to go out and look at it and I and, and you know kind of get it on their night vision. Like go, we're seeing this. Get the fuck you out. Get what outside the fuck? and, and go yeah, look. Yeah. And they're not saying look up to the stars somewhere around you. They're like, we know the distance yeah. because the be, because yeah, of it's the passing over this building yeah. now. It's not yeah. zipping. Like, it's it's kind of so, chilling. So, you know, with the optical um, idea of where it is, like you don't know exactly where it is. I I can't tell you exactly why, but they knew it's it's base distance from the people. So mm-hmm. so they were like, go outside. Here is the the area that you need to be looking in. There's no reason that they shouldn't have been able to see it. So their words, not mine, was that without night vision, nothing. Okay, it's dark out. Yeah. yeah. With night vision, invisible is what they said. Yeah. So so that's like crazy if that's true. Yeah, and because you're seeing it at points that it's below treetop level. Well, I don't know it, about it distance, Dave, like, because you know. yeah, because when you when you're in an aerostat from so far away, yeah. what is the approximate distance? Maybe some you know super nerd will figure that out. But I do know that the people that came out that night were able to know the exact direction and and elevation, yeah. how to look. And and the thing that was said to me was that uh, it was invisible, meaning we knew exactly where to look, couldn't see it. So what does that mean? That means that's signature management, if that's true. What that means is you've got something in thermal, but you don't see it with the human eye or the ability of light amplification from NVG night vision goggles in the infrared, which is consistent. it is not reflecting or reflecting visible light. To the point where that's a stealth technology is the idea, right? Is that in the UFO phenomenon, you constantly see that things can't be seen optically like a cloaking with the human eye. It can be sometimes determined, its signature can be determined in uh, thermal, sometimes ultraviolet below the spectrum of light the human eye can see, or IR above the light the spectrum uh, the human eye can see. So the idea it could be doing signature management was also of great concern and part of the reason why they designated it UAP or like UFOs. Mm-hmm. These characteristics. Because, yeah. yeah, there's five Stand observables is, that we yeah. all know, and that's yeah, one I of think them. Cloaking. Ryan Graves, I think, couldn't they, they couldn't see the gimbal optically, right, with human eyes. I think there was only detectable yeah. on The plane was pretty far away, I'm pretty sure, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. you've got to talk with the pilot himself who actually filmed it, but... There were also, by the way, about five objects ahead of the gimbal, and there's four yeah. missing. F- but he definitely of said they had many times where they would they would pick these things up on radar, right. and, and they wouldn't look at them. Like, they just weren't there. Yeah, yeah. this is they, always they see them on their with, on their instruments with the UFO thing. Yeah. This has been part 
of the issue, the problem with recording mm. for a long time. I know people that use ultraviolet and infrared filters for their camera systems that are able to capture things that are not seen in the visible specter of the human eye, normal camera. So signature management is an aspect of the UAP phenomenon. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying... I know this is some ship from another planet or some being. I don't know. I just I'm reporting yeah. that it is UAP, it is something. and yeah. it's and it's so extremely something. Yeah, you know that <laughs> yeah. is, it is the, uniquely something. It's yeah, got, it is really no. I it's like I'm remembering a face I, only a mother could love. There, I'm remembering. <laughs> I'm remembering seeing this the first time and having to watch it over and over again. Yeah, I mean, no, you, it's captivating. You know, we were when we were doing that and looking through it. I mean, I remember you kind of asked me like, "What is it?" Like I, Dave, I have. It is so creepy to me. I, I have no idea because I've been able to exclude so many things. But this this form has been part of our culture since the beginning of UFOs. Yeah. And the Pantex thing put me over the edge. I'm like, yeah, yeah I get it. Well, you even you sent me that, that, that old an old UFO magazine from years ago that has, you know, jellyfish UFOs on the on the cover. Did I give it. you a physical copy? Yeah. I am such a good friend. Yes. 1977. Yeah. That that magazine where they got like the illustration of uh, UFOs yep. invading a nuclear base or, yep. or a base, yeah, and they look like jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. I'm a good friend. I sent That's that to on you. my bedside table. Bam! It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is cool. What are we looking at? Yeah, it's just like an example that the jellyfish thing. I told you guys about uh, Project Trojan Horse by by John Keel. Yep. Yeah, you know, which the jellyfish... I read just recently. Yeah. It's a cool book. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So weird, right? Yeah. So this is just a news report where they, you know, a bunch of people on an airplane saw, and then there was like a military escort that like came up and like tried to like see the thing. It was like like the gimbal, surrounded by other UFOs, but it had strange morphology. It was like changing shape. So they named it back in 1954 the jellyfish um, UFO or flying jellyfish. And all of this mm-hmm. stuff about about that this could be. U.S. technology and whatever. We're going mm-hmm. back 50, 60, 70 years. Let me and na- let this me is just... what in the cast of characters 60 yeah. years ago yeah. of what we could see. Let I me just crush that. I'm, I'm tired of that. People talk about that. Not you, just... No, yeah, I get no, you. But let's just crush it. Let's just say idiots. Yeah, yeah. No, wanted, no. They want to do talk. I thought, I thought for a while. Okay, yeah. here, here's the deal. Cubes with, with spherical auras... Jellyfish UFOs, Tic Tacs, they used to call them propane, discs. All of these were reported before we had a Pentagon, Mm -hmm. before we had an Air Force. Now, our government might have derivative technologies from exploitation of these craft, and we might have gotten somewhere with it. Bob doesn't think so. Bob Lazar. And and from from everything I know, when Commander Fravor was up in front of Congress and, and he said, we, we we don't have this tech, nor are we thinking to build this tech, nor are we, he said, you know, 10 years, we're not going to have any of this tech. He told me he was like, yeah, way more than 10 years. He's like, mm-hmm. what people don't know, he is in a position to know that. He has a job right now. It's a classified job. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. This is just an example that the jellyfish form has been around a long time. UFOs are are not us, not Russia, not China, not any known technological nation. Real UFOs. Not, not talking trash bags, balloons, and bird shit. Mm-hmm. Real UFOs. Right. This is a problem that has been persistent. I call it the pesky UFO problem. It's just persistent. So it is not our tech. And by the way, if you do see a black program 
Like if Commander Underwood filmed the black program on the Tic Tac thing, then he, there was a whole debriefing process you have to do. And he's done it before. This is not our tech. This is not our black programs. Put that to bed. Move on. It's important. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. Yeah. And also, I, I, as I keep boringly repeating, every single black program that has eventually become public has simply been an incremental improvement on airplanes. And the, the fundamental uh, operating principles of the objects is identical to what the Wright brothers flew. Yeah. Nothing has changed since the Wright brothers. It's still all about lift, drag, you know. And, um, and so there's nothing that, that doesn't have wings, doesn't have control surfaces, doesn't, you know, doesn't have Scales. propellants. Yeah, Th there scale. are, from my knowledge, there are tiny incremental increases of electromagnetic, you know, propulsion systems that are unique. So to give you an example, when you would charge a wing of a plane with ionization, there's some sort of thing to make it go a little bit smoother through that medium, mm -hmm. which would be a precursor to trans medium. I have been inside of the Naval Academy, the Annapolis Naval Academy, and, you know, under special kind of um, invitation. And I've been able to see some of the, um, in the developments, kind of like, they have this huge wind tunnel. It's so cool. Uh, I've been able to see some of what back then, when I went 10, 12 years ago, don't remember, 2013, I think it went, um, some of the developments. Mm -hmm. You know, public, like, no problem. Wasn't, like, sneaking in there with, like, a ghillie suit. Like, I was invited in. Uh, what we are seeing with UFOs durationally over decades, if not hundreds or thousands of years, is a propulsion that is different than reactionary propulsion, where you push something out the back and you go forward. Now, we do have some new tech, and you see some patents from Lockheed Martin, the Pais patents, that people like to talk about the U.S. Uh, Air Force or Navy or whatever yeah. it was. Bruh. But you can patent something without it being... Uh, achievable. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, you can create a pet. I mean, you know, uh, 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 I'm not blanking on his name. The painter. <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, my uh, favorite Klein. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not thinking. No, Da Vinci. Yves Klein. Da Vinci, oh, like, no. you know, da Vinci. wrote plans for how to build a helicopter. He did. But he couldn't build one. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you right. know? Right. I thought you were going to Yves Klein Blue yeah. is a color that's like, I think, patented by Yves Klein, which is oh, such no, a yeah. baller move to patent yeah. a color. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Let's just, just to put it to bed, Yeah. we are not talking about airborne clutter. Yeah. We are not talking about balloons. We're not talking about birds. We're not talking about bird shit. We're not talking about uh, drones, sophisticated semi-transmedium drones. We're talking yeah. about UFOs that have yes. outpaced, outmaneuvered, and outperformed, and shut on or off our nuclear weapons. That's what we're talking about. Yes. And there's a little bit more before. I mean, there's so much to talk about with the jellyfish, but there's a little bit more footage, right? Of yes. the jellyfish. Yeah. So there's a second the... file, and to the best of my knowledge, this is uh, Those, of the yeah. same object. So user preference is yellow and green crosshair. Mm -hmm. At first, I thought this was over the water when I looked at it, um, but you can see the the telephone poles and stuff. So I doubt that is true. Yeah, but um, and it looks like sort of desert plant. Yeah, yeah, but it is the same object on the same day, and I verified that with George Knapp from yeah. multiple direct, first hand, second hand, third hand, fourth hand witnesses. 
from the same dirigible, from the same system, yes. but yeah. potentially there are different angles and potentially that's detectable by the virtue of the fact that this crosshairs is different yeah. than... Well, there's, set, there's at least seven sensors, I believe, on that one, on the, on the um, you know... Oh God, what do they call it again? The um, persistent threat detection, whatever, by Lockheed. Okay. And mm -hmm. so you, as a user preference, will, will make it green, you make it yellow. Um, at, there's usually two operators on these systems mm -hmm. and they, they both have their own feeds they're working on. And so this is likely a, a second feed from a camera on that, and yeah. we'll find out more hopefully so, in the near future. But well, it seems like in this in this angle, it's moving left to right, and the other one it was consistently right to left. Yeah, so, but it's hard to tell like flip. where the camera was and what. The, I don't know what that means. Like yeah. online sleuths, you know, or like investigators will figure that out. But I can tell you this is like we have tried our best to confirm this is the same object that yeah. that was narrated to us over and over and over again, like, don't get that wrong. This is correct. Yeah. So now, um, is it before? How high up is it? Do we know? I don't know. Okay. Is it before the first or the second foot? I don't know. But um, unfortunately, I don't have the money shot. Yeah. You know, look, I only, I'm only as good. from the same dirigible? This was 100% from, from the, the same. same. Yeah, yeah, this was, this video, this second video, 100% hmm. was from that same dirigible from that yeah. Lockheed Martin built dirigible. And I believe it was a second camera, a uh, thermal camera, a uh, MX-20 on that same dirigible. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure on that. I, I don't like to overstate, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but like that is the same object. I know people are trying to say it's a different object, like many miles away. Uh, they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, inside the classified system, there's a series of videos that are all labeled with the same object. Let's call it spaghetti monster. You know, yeah. it's all it's all labeled. So that is, um, from what I understand, the same object. Now, was it before? Was it after? I don't know. It seems to be over land, but it does go out into the over the water and then does the performance things that I that I did yeah. explain. And hopefully, somebody will leak it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you all for listening. Um, and also remember to like and subscribe. We also love to hear your comments, but stay tuned. Next week, we have part two of our crazy interview with Jeremy Corbell, who uh, he's always coming with cool stuff. So um, we'll see you next week with more Jeremy. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.